Hello and welcome to Do Not Resuscitate, a Dungeons and Randomness fancast. Set it differently for uh, the 13th time. This is episode 13, lucky number. Uh, joining today, no retakes, we're professionals. Joining me today is Amy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Amy and I play Vivian F. Fighter. Wow, that cut out. Take two. Oh, awesome. I love that. It's the best. Take two. Turns out we are doing a retake. <laughs> Only Amy. Because I am not a professional, guys. Uh, hi, I'm Amy, and I play Vivian Lee, the half-orc fighter. There we go. And CJ. Hello, my name is CJ, and mistakes were made. Very many mistakes, and we will be addressing them today. Rob. Yeah. Hi, I'm Rob. I play Hamish Thorlison, the dwarven sorcerer and genial advice columnist. <laughs> Yes, that, that will be posted by the time this goes up, for sure. <laughs> and Ian. I'm Ian. I play Liam Melsier, uh Hamish's half-elf assistant. <laughs> yes, peanut gallery <laughs> to the columnists. Yes, peanut gallery <laughs> to the columnists. <laughs> assistant An occasional bard stuff. <laughs> assistant to the original <laughs> All right. Um... Unfortunately, due to me moving, we haven't been able to record in quite a while. I'm not confident like that anyone remembers what happened. Yeah, we 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 intended on recording every other week, but we have not. So, what happened during Thursday? We're terrible professionals. <laughs> Very unprofessional. <laughs> we're all professionals, guys. It's fine. <laughs> Mistakes were made last Listen. time. I remember the important stuff, and that is Cheddar is best boy. He is. He definitely is. Mm -hmm. He is. That's really the most important part. The only part. Really. So. I don't think anything else worth mentioning happened that episode. Nope. So Zero things. So <laughs> that, the Cheddar was the highlight. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So. That was the subplot. Yep. <laughs> now that I, I think about it, last episode took place over the course of a single night. Because... It started at the end of the day after your scientific exper experiments with Jeremy, and he went catatonic for a while, had a very long sleep, and he woke up in the morning mm. and had a chat with him. But in the middle of the night, a couple things happened. For one, uh, Liam's uh, concentration spell suggestion to keep Cheddar calm uh, wore off. So Cheddar tried to escape his little wood box that V was keeping him in, and uh, she chatted with him. And made a deal, say that you know, you know, you you can have your freedom, but you know, just going out in the wild is probably not safe. So you can stay here. It's warm. You have food. It'll be great. We can be buddies. And he agreed. He set himself up a little uh, origami house in uh, Umbrin's office. But while it's presented well, it's really not sturdy. Every time someone walks by, it sways a bit. It's on the verge of collapse. It's really terrible. But. That was V's middle of the night adventures. Now the other part, a uh, bit more sketchy. Jacobo was woken up by a ghost, specifically the ghost of Lester, that wizard that blew himself up in the woods trying to deal with the magic circle. Uh, he didn't believe he was a ghost. He described himself as discorporated and that he needed to be revived. He could, if he could get himself to a ley line of magic, he could feed off of that and bring himself back from the dead. And, uh, so Jacoba, instead of informing the party and or being suspicious or questioning of this, you know, incorporeal spirit, 
uh, giving him instructions in the middle of the night. He just went, sure, sounds good. (laughs) And (laughs) wandered off into the cemetery that we know and love. Crawled into the crypt that V had opened earlier that day without permission. And discovered there was a trap door underneath leading to some hidden and secret catacombs. Jacoba wandered in there, discovered that it was crawling with undead. He cast invisibility on himself, successfully snuck his way past all of the undead, found the ley line that Lester was talking about, and it turned out to be something of a trap. Or something went wrong. Knowing Lester, it could be either. (laughs) Jacoba's head got filled with loads of energy and his brain just got flooded with voices. And he's effectively schizophrenic. He has auditory illusions now. Hallucinations, that's what I'm looking for. And he... So so now he has a, a pumping migraine, and he's miserable. So he, he crawled out of the crypt successfully with his invisibility spell and fell asleep in the graveyard and got woke up fairly early by some concerned acolytes. Like, why the hell is there possibly a dead guy? They poked him. He woke up. He instructed them to take him home, and they were like, yeah, sure. So they basically just dumped him at the NR office. He was gonna like explain the situation to Joyce when she like she looked at him and she made like a drinking motion, like, have a fun night, and he just he was about to explain and realized, holy hell, I'm gonna throw up. I need to lay down. And so he just trudged like a zombie to the back. <laughs> and Joyce thinks he's an alcoholic now. Or just had a rough just had a, you know, busy night. It happens. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. <laughs> to be fair, I think everyone at DNR thinks that Jacoba's an alcoholic. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe Jacoba might be an alcoholic. <laughs> so, and also that morning, after Jacoba came back, or before Jacoba came back, rather, Jeremy woke up, was a little less cheerful than he normally is, confirmed that he remembered himself to be the Reginald Titus Carter, the final commander of the armies of Arathis way back when. And yeah, he was a conqueror. Mm. Would have been a conqueror. And uh, explained that from his perspective. Yeah, from hindsight, uh, all of the conquering looks pretty bad. But from his perspective, they were just, you know, spreading the good word, trying to spread civilization to the frontier. But um, the, the savages that they came across were not nearly as savage as they expected. And they got... They did not get like soundly defeated but it was a long drawn out fight that had a lot of casualties on all sides but they eventually lost and he described that Fairbay actually used to be like this huge like stone wall mason city it was huge and and awesome and it's no longer that and he doesn't know why but he just figures that the war beat the hell out of everyone and masonry requires some maintenance so it probably just rotted away eventually so that's where we left off. Jacoba with his horrible migraine is in the back and it's still morning because all of last episode took place over the course of tops 12 hours. Yeah, well. Nobody's ever accused us of being efficient. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, or smart. I. I'll be that's also fair. When I wrote the ghost thing, I did not expect Jacoba to be like, yeah, I'll get up in the middle of the night and do a dungeon crawl by myself. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> it, 
If he did not do so well on the sneaking, Jacoba would be dead right now, 100%. Yeah. Sad. God, I was very surprised and relieved with how did it, how, how good I did. It was that Theriacon luck, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was. Oh, yeah. The dice, one thing I've always firmly believed is that the dice do what is necessary for sufficient drama. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. that's not always in the favor of the players, but it's whatever is the most exciting. Mm-hmm. That includes mm-hmm. inopportune crit failures that may or may not kill party members. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's early in the morning. I like to think that Hamish took care of his dear Hamish letters like early this morning. Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Couldn't sleep, got up, had to answer some mail. Yeah. V and Liam were just, you know, hanging around, helping him out. Yeah. Uh, sipping on a cup of joe, snacking mm-hmm. on breakfast, <laughs> Give, giving commentary okay, as necessary. Nah. And I need, to, I need to write more of those letters because that was very entertaining. I enjoyed that. <laughs> oh my God, that was so much fun. It was. We, oh yeah, in the Dear Hamish segment, we ac- I accidentally canonized that there is a billboard in the middle of town that people just post stuff to. <laughs> that is like... Yep. It's, it's kind of like a forum. People just post comments and opinions and personal ads it's just just a general board full of stuff so <laughs> oh my gosh there's a facebook uh, i think it's closer to a 4chan <laughs> oh no oh no like facebook has algorithms and moderation standards standards 4chan, <laughs> 4chan. 4chan is a lawless wasteland it really oh, okay. is yeah there's like the content on the public board isn't necessarily that of 4chan, but the rules are similar in that anyone can post. There's no organization. There's no curating. It is what it is. <laughs> That's fair. All right. So at this point, Chikova is laying down in a cot. I'm not sure if anyone noticed him coming in because he hasn't spoken a word. He's miserable right now. Joyce hasn't said anything. She just kind of understands that he's she assumes he's hung over so he's like she's just like yeah sleep it off <laughs> and uh that's that's about it so there is a long list of stuff going on you don't have any open jobs for dnr at the moment but there's a lot of things to address and look into you last episode you learned about um one, what was his name? Edgar Lindquist, who is the son of the late mayor that you can go speak to. Uh, you've got, um, let's see. Oh, you made a list for us. Uh, yeah. Okay. There's the Malchus Fam Club. Oh, yes, that's right. There's Zill, the Circles, which we're kind of working on. I think we kind of got to table that one until, uh, the the people from Uniero get there. Yeah, I mean, there's not much that we can do about that. I thought Linquist Jr. Yeah. was what we were going to tackle next. Or am I misremembering? Uh, I remember nothing, uh, so... Yes, yeah. you had discussed doing exactly that. Because that was your most recent piece All of information right. that you had gained, so you wanted to follow it up quickly. Because, yeah, because we were wondering about Linquist. Linquist Jr. is the mayor's son. <clears throat> 
who exists and it's a person. Uh, did we get any information on who uh, they were? Um, not really. It was mostly research on like genealogy. So like he has a living relative and that's about all you were asking about. Other, and you know where he lives. He lives on, you know, the Lindquist family estate in town. Oh, well, that makes things easy. Yeah. But also being a family estate, it is a, that as the name implies, it's a bit of a posh joint. <laughs> I mean, we're basically and... like law enforcement, right? <laughs> we're officials of the city. Speaking of, I, hey, I, I mean, we're officially of the city. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my permit and everything. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we had a whole episode about it for Hamish because he's apparently like fucking lazy and doesn't want to do it. Speaking of, <laughs> I realize just now that I haven't placed it on the map yet. So I think I'm going to place it right here, just north of the administrative district, district this really big building. Hmm. Yeah, posh place. I mean, we can be fancy, right? We're sophisticated people. <laughs> want to say that with a straight face? <laughs> <laughs> you might have to give me a moment. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hamish is especially sophisticated, sitting over in the corner, peeling strips of skin off his arm to see how long he can pull it before it breaks. There it is. There it is. Oh, there it is. It's it's a game. Yeah. I mean, I got called a refined gay once. Um, (laughs) What does that even mean? I have no idea. I have no idea where he got refined from any of uh, who I am. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to react. I'm like, is that a compliment? I mean, refined is certainly like high praise, but also like a refined gay. It's like I don't know. It also feels yeah, a, feels a little bigoted. Like you know, you're one. Of the, uh, you're one of the good ones. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> it feels like you're one of the I good mean, ones. Comment to me. <laughs> it wasn't out of the blue. It was. It was like in context of uh, another person. Uh, among us, like our group of friends, that is also gay. I, okay, so I suppose it wasn't out of the blue. No, it was. It was. I think he was trying to be a compliment for me, but we just like all of us stopped and we're all looking at me like, trying, how? Like refined? Yeah, trying oh, to like decipher the where? Do, <laughs> yeah, like where do you get refined out of this? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, being fancy, the Lindquist estate is on the northern end of Fairbay. Fairly far from the docks, but also one of the largest buildings in town. Of course. Yes. So you don't know much about this Edgar fellow. Actually, uh, everyone can roll history to see if... Ooh, my best skill. If you know about this fellow. Oh, God, there are too many lists. Okay, here we go. Is Dracova involved in this roll? (laughs) <laughs> um, were you there when Chikovic. I mean you were there when we discussed Edgar right I, I think he came in at like the tail end of it like he heard Linquist Jr then he looked to Umbrin and asked what the, who, who Linquist Jr is oh right yeah so, so so long as the topic came up you could absolutely roll I don't know if you can contribute to the conversation right now but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could definitely know so uh Hamish and Liam both rolled very well. Listen, Lee, V's new to town, okay? 
Well, oh. it's actually plausible that V would know uh, outside of town. There it is. Uh, the migraine. <laughs> if you ask Jaco is just having a hard time thinking. Generally, yeah. If you ask him on a better day, he might know, but not right now. This is not a thinking time. So, Liam and Hamish do both know about Lindquist. So, Lindquist is actually like a merchant family and their business is known in areas outside of Fairbay. They're not massive, so it's not one of those things that you would have recognized immediately, but it is enough that like you could have been walking around like Hamish could have been walking around Umanuro and see a shop that had that name on it and it probably didn't occur until just now. But he Oh, it's that Lindquist. Yeah, so Edgar Lindquist is like the head of of the company right now. Oh, so it'd also be like another thing where like in various towns, Liam would have seen like Lindquist Mercantile or something. Yes, exactly. So like it, yeah. he would have seen it wandering around. It's not huge. It's not like a very well-known brand, but enough that like when you racked your brain about it, you're like, oh yeah, I have seen something like that. Mm-hmm. So you two know V has no idea. She came from Dern Hollow. They, I suppose Dern Hollow doesn't have a Lindquist branch. Nope. <laughs> it got burned down in the infamous fire. <laughs> <In the incident>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hashtag <boy>. canon. <laughs> uh, I like that. Yes. All right. Thank so, you. So Hamish and Liam do know about him. So, it, it, Which means they also have an expectation for what his home would be like. It's definitely gonna be a rich dude's home <laughs> it, okay are we talking like mcmansion rich person home or is he actually have some class uh probably close to mcmansion which for fair bay is huge but if you're coming ah. from brightport or some other large city you're like i mean yeah this is upper middle class i suppose but <laughs> but having been in Fairbay, you understand that the standards for that, even your own home is like a pretty modest, you know, two, three bedroom. So you're like, Liam's more worldly. Hamish is probably is worldly by comparison because he's from Stone Sunder and has been in Umanero. There's, there's nicer places over there. I don't know if Hamish has been to those parts, but they exist. <laughs> he, he's walked past them. Yeah, yeah. Pro- Trying probably. very hard not to set them on fire. The probably. DNR office is the nicest place we've been. Probably. <laughs> I think he's been allowed to stay for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of what the bar that he grew up in would be like. It's probably not better than this. Maybe larger, but not nicer. <laughs> <laughs> Almost certainly. Actually, I like to think it probably was like a fair amount larger, but it was also like one of those... Uh, serves the masses kind of places. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, sort of the Walmart of taverns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bargain prices and bargain people. Hey, I love it. <laughs> it's like your chain Irish bar oh. in, in Stone Sunder. <gasps> it's a McKibbins. <laughs> uh, I have an O'Donnell's nearby. Something like that, yeah. That's a chain item. Except larger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and dirtier somehow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. O- O'Donnell's is clean. Not not the best, but it's clean. <laughs> JK not hating on McKibbs. It's fine. They do a great Wednesday's ladies night where you go in, you pay 10 bucks, they give you a solo cup, and you can just get drinks all night long. Fun fact. Sorry. <laughs> that sounds great, yeah. Yeah. 
house. Okay, so what is your course of action? You guys have uh, <clears throat> a lot of stuff on your plate. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Linquist estate, is this just like place that I'm, I'm assuming it's not a place that we're just going to be able to like walk into because uh, A is just someone's home. Well, you'd have to knock first, but <laughs> nothing's stopping. Yeah, from like if from knocking if we knock, are they going to let us in? Uh, you won't know till you ask, but uh, you would assume maybe not. Mm-hmm. You can always try your luck. He might have a gap in his calendar. He will make a gap. Yeah. For us. I mean, we are officially of the town <laughs> and are important. Outstanding citizens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do important work I mean, for this town. What what is his business then again? What what is it he's his, the goods he sells? Uh, largely textiles. Textiles. So, lot, lots of clothes. Cool. Huh. In fact, there's a solid chance that at least one piece of clothing you're wearing was made at least in part by some of his factories. <clears throat> somewhere. Huh. Even if it's huh. not Lindquist branded. Actually, almost certainly not Lindquist branded. You would have had to pay extra. <laughs> are you saying we couldn't afford to pay extra ken um not if you're budgeting yeah i'm not yeah. <laughs> sure you can blow a check on a nice pair of pants but like you're adventurers <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah see those wouldn't last very long that's why i don't buy nice clothing no no you buy adventuring clothing which is nice in its own way it's very rugged yeah, it's robust and fits well. Yeah, it's and cleans easily. Yeah, it's it's made of like really hardy denim or canvas, you know, tough stuff. Uh huh. No. That's what I always imagine adventuring clothing being like. Anyway, it's very stiff and and heavy duty, but that's also because you know you're walking around in the wilderness for weeks or months, murdering things. But yeah, yeah. I guess they wouldn't be wearing jeans. Uh, Makes no, sense. no, yeah, you'd be wearing some sort of like heavy-duty trousers of some kind. They, mm-hmm. they could be denim. I don't know if denim's canon, but I like to think it is. Denim. Um, so to give you some historical context, denim is a type of twill. I believe is what it's called. Um, hold on. It's a sturdy. Yes, it's a weave. It's a twill weave. So there would be even back then there was probably something, some form of twill that we had. It may not have been specifically denim, but um, denim like. Uh, yeah, just it's it's a it's a. It's, I think one of the characteristics is it's like a uh, a pretty tight weave. Yeah. So th- there's a there's a good chance that your trousers are either uh, twill or canvas. Okay. Yeah. Um friend of mine uh made clothing uh as a part of a reenacting thing that's why i know that oh yeah oh yeah that would make sense Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and if you're looking for uh the any sort of pattern on uh uh, what 18th century socks uh i can hook you up with somebody because she's like the premier person for those i mean yeah you become 
if you find something niche, you can become a world leader in that. <laughs> yeah. I will keep that in mind. I don't do reenactments <laughs> yeah. of any kind, so I don't know if I'll need historically accurate socks, but uh, yeah. good to know. <laughs> I always like a nice pair of warm socks. Mm -hmm. Right. Wool or alpaca. Alpaca is less itchy. Yeah. Alrighty. So, yeah, are you guys planning on heading straight? To yeah, uh, we should make a decision. Right, um, like, try and talk uh, to Kova. Are you gonna go find the Malchus fan club? <laughs> no. Well, how do we go about making an appointment oh. with Edgar? Um. That that's a tricky thing. You'd have to probably speak you probably have to go to the estate anyway and speak to his administrators so what how, okay how do we want to play this sneaking through his bedroom like, well, I mean why I can, we just go we can climb in through there if it's <laughs> a McMansion the like, if it's a McMansion there are like 16 different heights of, of roof so we could probably just like walk right up there possibly um well, as long as it's not gated, we could just go and knock on the door. Yeah, but so, like, we can knock on the door and be like, hey, can we see Edgar? No. <laughs> we just tell him we're here on official business. Uh -huh. And if he's not available, we can make an appointment. There uh, we okay. go. All right. Sure. Proof. Yeah, I'm just well, saying before we try breaking in. I wasn't immediately jumping to breaking in, <laughs> thank you. Well, I don't know. You were the one talking about walking up to windows on roof. Sounds a little like you wanted it, to break in. Uh, excuse like me, us. that was that was someone else. I was just saying it would be really easy because it's a McMansion. I don't know. Sounds like you put a lot of thought into it. Options. I don't put a lot of thought into anything. I Fair. my brain does not does not commit enough time to that. And when I do, it's like six hours and yeah it's a thing there mm -hmm. uh, so sure i mean if you want to see if we can make an appointment yes all right oh but, but um so i imagine when they leave that v takes her axes what's up with the wiggly one um <laughs> to remember how much time has passed since you put it in the circle that so that not a ton that experiment was like two episodes ago Last episode was so, a night, so it's been... It's been approximately 18 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it's been like a day and a half, maybe. Yeah. Tops. Not even, because we put the axe in the circle, then we went to the smart circle and put Jeremy in that circle, and then got back to That's the right. compound, was, to the office. Day. So yeah, it's been, yeah, tops 24 hours, because you did that yep. probably sometime yesterday morning. So it's mm -hmm. having been a about one day the advancement of of its movement has not been too extreme but it, it went from being so subtle you had to be really looking for it to now it's just you know wobbling back and forth pretty clearly like a like an inchworm almost so like if she tried to like attach it to her leg or whatever where she would normally put it well you you would have like a leather loop for that and the way mm -hmm. it's moving it probably won't go anywhere It'll be distracting for sure because okay. it'll, it'll just be bouncing against her leg. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's fine. She'll take it with. Better to keep an eye on it. She has plans. Uh, I'm curious to see what they are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yes, that's exactly what I'm picturing. It's wiggling. You know, I want to say like 
20, 25 degrees every second or so. Like, it's, it's obvious, it's distracting, but it's not going anywhere and it's not hurting anything, probably. Okay, as, well, that's it. As long as it's not like scratching up her leg, she'll sit there. Nah, it's not that violent yet. You have to give it time. Okay. It's not like the piece cool. of beef jerky that's still behaving like one of those rubber pop toys, like I was describing. Oh, yeah, this one. So, yep, yep. so it turns itself inside out and then it just pops and flies across the room. Uh, Ian, that's an interesting question. <laughs> Chat. For the record, I was being like, oh, swing B swings the axe. The axe will dodge, not the person. <laughs> um, right now, if she were to try and swing it, it probably wouldn't affect too much. But uh, that is, it's, it's going to get to a point. We'll get to a point where that'll be a relevant question. Like, uh, what? <laughs> How does that wiggling affect her swinging? So are you guys just going to walk up to the front door? Are you going to be bringing Jeremy? Uh, I mean, how's Jeremy doing? Is he still yeah. like, blah? I mean, uh, kind of out of it. I, I would say, I mean, he's a bit blah, but not like morose or anything he's just right. he's just yeah, not I mean, his usual does, he's not yeah does he want to come i mean yeah he, he would love to come he's not he's normally at an 11 and he's just not an 11 right now so for jeremy okay. that's like wow you're really down aren't you but for like most normal people he's just kind of normal <laughs> all right all right i mean if he wants to come let's do it yeah yeah he, he the more the merrier he does not want to be cooped up all right that's Jeremy's with us then Yep. How about Jacoba? Is Jacoba coming or is he? I mean, he's still in the cot in the back. You haven't spoken to him. So I imagine V oh. would go and like knock on the door and then open it, be like, yo, Jacoba, you coming with us? Jacoba is hiding under the cot, trying to get away from everything. Uh, hey, Liam, does he do this a lot? Uh, Liam's going to poke his head in and be like, um, I have no idea. I don't sleep here. I have my own place. <laughs> Jacoba heard some thunder. Wait, but you slept here last night. No, I didn't. No. I went home. Actually, no, I didn't totally sleep slept last there. night. <laughs> we slept here? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he we slept, slept last night. He slept, he yeah, slept through, you, through Hamish's snoring. Yeah, you crashed in the kitchen. Oh, I did <laughs> crash in the kitchen. <laughs> and Hamish snores like a mountain falling over. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I remember this now. I still don't normally sleep here. Normally not, no, but... Um, no. So I have no idea. I mean, he... Ditch. I don't fucking know his sleeping habits. You know his sleeping habits better than I do. I gotta say... Well, I don't... What am I... I've been here ones? one day, man. One day. One. Yeah. You have slept here as many times as I have. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hamish, does he do this a lot? Eh... Well, usually I go to sleep before he does and he wakes up before I do. So your guess is as good as mine. He comes in here, crawls under the bed every night and just hides there. Well, this is the first time I think that I've been up before him. So, eh. Uh, I think it's a good safe bet that that's what he does, yes. Huh. Jacoba, are you comfortable under there? 
Would I be able to hear them over the voices? Oh, probably, because I um, suspect that we're doing it, like, right in the doorway. Yeah, we're just them all piled in the doorway, like, Yeah, hey. we're kind of, like, I think we're all, like, right here. Uh, yes, definitely. The voices are not so loud that you can hear nothing else, but because they are saying words, it can be distracting and hard to focus. And we're right outside the door. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think Jacoba would be like more focused on what's being yelled at inside his head, but then he hears something that's not weird and painful. So he just kind of like lurches up and like headbutts the uh, cot, forgetting that he's under it. Knocks his head. Yeah. <laughs> Makes his migraine. Knocks himself out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wait, I know these voices. Nope. Liam, Liam did not. Liam did not hear the bed move. Well, the the voices outside of your head are quite distinct from the ones inside of your head. So yeah. it's, so it's not like they all blend together. <laughs> he noticed. <laughs> she winces a bit. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, ooh, oof. You all right, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Jacoba, that looked like that hurt. Wait, what hurt? Who? Oh, uh, Notice a lot of things to you, Liam. Yeah. You know what? Ma'am, I feel like you're being judgmental. <laughs> no, no. She's going to put both hands up. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm still learning about you guys. That's all. Yeah, Jacoba will kind of struggle a little bit to uh, poke his head out from under the <laughs> under the bed. All right. uh, Liam would head over there and like ask in earnest, like, hey, are are you are you doing okay, buddy? Like what's what's going on? <laughs> hmm. What do I want to do? Bless you, whoever sneezed. That was my son from four rooms away. Wow. <laughs> go, go him. Some impressive sneezing. Yeah, was what was That's like. a dad sneeze right there. Right? <laughs> He's learning. <laughs> Speaking of that, like, I, I'm sure you guys have heard me sneeze over the, the recording. Like, I... I sneeze frequently and violently, and I'm slowly getting to the point where I'm dad sneezing, but the amount of sneezing I'm doing is not less, so I just sneeze seven times in a row, and they just increase in volume until in the end I'm yelling. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's no fun. Yeah. Sounds about right. I, um, yeah. yeah. I, just, I either have, like, the cute little, like, hits, or I have the... <laughs> There's no way to say it. Um, yeah. My, my wife, if I get... If I get to like four or five, like I'm, I'm contracting enough that actually like starts to physically hurt yeah. my core. The same, except um, for me, it's if I get over like eight, and I've, uh, I've gotten well over ten before. Yeah, that's a miserable I start, experience. It's like, yeah, I start feeling it after. It's two. like I'd like oh, God. <laughs> Imagine when. Either your throat hurts because you're sick, or your core hurts because you didn't exercise, and then you sneeze ten times. It's a bad oh. time. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't like that. Mm -mm. Mm. Nope. My sneezes are a bad time. I don't like it. <laughs> and like I said, they start to escalate. So I start small and by the end of it, I'm like, ah, <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So CJ, have you decided how you're going to react to inquiries about the state of your brain? Yeah, Jacobus is going to poke his head out a little bit. Is there a window in this room? Uh, not in this back room, no. It's kind of like a closet okay. that's been appropriated for sleeping space. Okay. So he's going to poke his head out from under the bed and still kind of wince a little bit because of the uh, slight light difference. And, uh, I'm fine. Um... I, I think you need to rethink your definition of fine there, buddy. Normally people don't cringe at, uh, you know, like coming through the doorway and sleep under beds. Why are you sleeping under bed? Do you normally sleep under the bed? Yeah, this has become a real topic to, for debate. <laughs> it's the talk of the office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you worried about where I sleep? Because uh, you're sleeping underneath the bed, and normally they're more comfortable when you're on top of them. At this point, it's less worried and more just about curiosity at this uh, is, Did you need something? We're going to go speak to Edgar. Do you want to come? Edgar says very loudly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the moment Hamish opens his mouth, Jacoba's just going to, like, brace for impact. <laughs> <laughs> Jacoba, I need you to have like a light spell going when you talk. And so like the louder you get, the brighter it goes as well. Um, I, okay. I think you need the rest. Um, um, is there like a Therian equivalent to ibuprofen there, uh, Mr. DM? Uh, I'm certain there is some sort of plant you can chew but I don't know the name off the top of my head, and I don't have the setting book yet because it hasn't shipped. So, <laughs> Well, that's... And like whose it. fault is that? Uh, okay. uh, so we're, I'm going to take a wild stab and say that I bet Umbrin has them somewhere in the office. Holy fuck, did I remember his name? You did, yes. You did. Yes! <laughs> yes. Uh, um, I'm going to assume that, that there is like some somewhere in the office. Uh, Definitely. And, and Liam's just going to go grab it and bring it to him with some water. Yep. In his office, he's got some very basic herbs. So mm -hmm. grab whatever the ibuprofen is of Theria, which, again, I'm sure Jason has thought of. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got a name brand. He's got a generic. He's <laughs> got market prices depending on the time of year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Full supply chain. If you roll, they had a bad season, so it's super expensive. Oh, yeah, the harvest was bad. Supply, so global supply mm. is low. There's Just like um, when that hurricane hit Puerto Rico, there was a huge problem because Puerto Rico is like the only country in the world. Well, country kind of the only place in the world that makes uh, blood bags. So there was like a huge shortage of them. Oh, I didn't even know. That's because you didn't need blood at that time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, true. Very true. <laughs> Did you wait until I was drinking to say that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
because I choked a little bit. <laughs> so Jacoby's right. gonna stay behind and try and sleep off his migraine, and everyone's gonna go try and speak to this one Edgar Lindquist, Lindquist Junior. I, I don't think that Hamish should be taking the lead on this, so I'm waiting for someone else to go and knock on the door. Oh yeah, no, uh, ch- chatting's not V's forte. Um, I mean, she can. Um, uh, oh, I'm gonna have to take the lead in this, aren't I? <laughs> I believe so. Yeah. All right. You're the diplomatic one of the three of us. <laughs> I imagine. I believe like... I'm the diplomatic one out of out of all of us. I just imagine they're walking up to the door and Hamish and V fall back until Liam's in the lead. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, they just stop. They just like conveniently start walking slower. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why are you doing this? Wait, why? Come, like, are you guys getting? Ah, crap! I know why you're doing this. (laughs) They stop like a block away. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy tends to stick close to Hamish, so he would also follow. Yeah. Because he's Hamish's. Uh, I mean, I say if I'm assuming there's steps up to the front door here or something like that, then yes. Hamish would stop at the bottom of the steps, or if not, then you know five or six steps back. So mm-hmm. let me shift you over to this mayor's house map. Ooh, fancy! Fancy. Ah, it's almost like you have this stuff planned ahead of time or something. Weird. No, I just make them on the fly. I made this two years ago. <laughs> he finds a subject, derails us, furiously makes a map, and like, yeah, like, that's, oh, that's the whole game for him. Can he make a map oh, before we finish getting derailed? Oh, I mean, where's the lie? <laughs> oh, the dogs are barking. Let me mute really quick. Seriously, <laughs> Google's map of a, of a manor. He's like, I gotta make a map and throw something. The dogs start barking. I understand. Yeah, in fairness, I don't feel like it's hard to derail us. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, I can just, we I can we just got a, derailed talking about getting derailed. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. I could just throw Holy crap. At you, and the whole session would just be about him from now on. <laughs> yeah. So yes, there are steps. Uh, what you're seeing on this map here is the whole bottom half is like courtyard space. So this is all like mm. outdoors. There's like fountains and some statues, and going forward, there's a courtyard that has like a gated entrance. And there's like the indoor is just got all kinds of foyers and stuff. It's not for a manor, not terribly huge. Definitely a McMansion, but for for Fairbay, like this is this is um, some huge classy shit. Definitely rich people stuff. The name of the one of the other continents. I don't even remember. Kodai, Athias. Yeah, there you that's go. The, the only two I can Talor. think of. Talor. Talor. Talor's the one they're going to. Kodai was like the barren one where the gods got released. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. But no, that was Kian. Kian? Okay. Which one are we on now? What, right. like, uh, Alara. Mainland? Alara. Yeah. Alara. Alara. Okay. I thought that was the I thought that was the whole world. Theria is the whole world. Theria is the whole world. Oh, Theria is the whole world. Okay, yeah. Alara. Alright. Kodai. There we go. Um, I'm not responsible for spelling. It's fine. Okay. Um, There's probably an apostrophe in there somewhere. Yeah, most Uh, likely. Probably after the A. (laughs) (laughs) You and your grammatic logic. I mean, I just see how Jason spells things. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Since my last character in PG2 was from there, this is actually how it's spelled. 
Ooh, so close, but no dice, Dan. It was Ten. before the eight. I don't know. I think I was pretty close. Damn it. I, yeah, I mean, technically, you did get it right. But there is an apostrophe. It's COD AI. Got it. Yep, COD AI. All right. All right. So, Liam is going to walk up to the front door. <clears throat> yep. Our, our, uh, v and Hamish, like, they're like back hanging here. back some. Okay, oh, yeah. they're Hang kind back. of like way back there. All right. Uh, okay, I think I got something. Uh, so yeah, Liam's going to to knock on the the door. Let me Wait. just for why is Jacoba here? Yeah, Jacoba shouldn't be here. You're right. I'm just going down the list. Which uh, uh, we totally dragged his ass here. In hindsight, I probably should incidentally he's still hiding underneath the cot. <laughs> in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have put the NPCs under DNR because I keep accidentally almost dragging Joyce and Umbrin. <laughs> <laughs> they can come too. You should make like a DNR NPCs one to put right underneath the DNR. Uh, I totally should. That would make far more sense. Anyway, so Leah walks up to the large double doors and knocks on the uh, on the ring. And, uh, or uses the knocker. It probably has a knocker. Well, that's what I meant by the ring. It's a big yeah, it's a ring knocker. So yes, it's got a big knocker. It makes a loud noise. Mm-hmm. And you, you end up waiting a good couple minutes before someone opens the door, and uh, you are greeted by a servant, a man, and it's very sharply dressed. Clearly, some sort of butler. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. Hello. Uh. I was wondering if I could make an appointment with your master. Come in. Loud sigh. Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, I was, oh, I was not expecting to be let in. <laughs> well, you're being let into the courtyard, so you're not even really in it yet. Yeah. And he's, he, there's like nowhere to sit in this. It's just a grassy field. And he says, wait here. And he wanders off to like the rightmost door, closes it behind him, is gone for a good three or four minutes comes back with a stack of papers fill out these forms please he, hand- uh, he does not hand uh, you a pen sure okay uh should i just bring them back here yes okay and i will do so as soon as i can <laughs> and this is like height of bureaucracy it's just fill out your name and your address and always of contacting mm-hmm. you and and the name of your business and the address of your business and the name of your secretary okay it's just like uh good like five six pages I, of information hey mitchell fill in what he can but he has no idea of addresses well i mean liam's the one with all the paperwork still yeah. uh is the servant going to get the door for him uh unless you closed the main door behind you it's probably still open a bit uh i oh he didn't even close the door for liam wow he's a shitty servant well he also told you to wait here with no sitting without with no seating gave yeah you papers and then left doesn't mean he has to <laughs> and and he didn't give you a pen oh, I suppose. <laughs> and like he just assumed i mean i was he expecting me to fill out the paperwork right there I wouldn't. At least get the door. Jeez. Well, I guess suppose since the door's still open, Liam's just gonna walk out. He's not even gonna close the door. Uh, cause that is something that a servant does. Uh, with the paperwork. So, did you get to see him? 
<laughs> uh, I got the paperwork to see him. And he's going to wave the stack of papers. Sounds like a you job. Sound, well, yeah, I was going to do that. Anyway. Okay, bye. <laughs> and she's gone. <laughs> Jeremy says, um, I, I can do him. Well, I don't even know what this paperwork is. Hold on. I like I forms. Saying- they had lots of forms in Umanyiro. That was something I was good at. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Are these actually statues, Ken? Oh, yeah. These are. So she's going to wander over to one of the statues and just be like really like looking up at it, like all in its face. Uh, just checking it out. So, yeah. In this, so, in this outside, you know, court area, there's there are fountains with statues of people in like the lotus position, and there are statues of birds with their wings wide open. It's a. Uh, it's a pretty pretty place. We should steal one of the statues on the way out. I mean, they're pretty big. <laughs> How big? Um, <laughs> well, the bird statues are a good ten feet tall. Oh. They weigh a lot, lots. You know that official thing, yeah. unit of lots. What about the little snake statues on the inner courtyard? Um, those ones are a bit shorter, but that those doors are closed to the inner courtyard. But those statues are closer to like four or five feet tall. But I thought Liam didn't close the door. Oh, yeah, he did leave it open. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I t- yeah, he totally left it open. So they're like, what, four or five feet tall? Yeah. Hmm, interesting, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hamish is just jabbering away to, to Jeremy and being like, when I burnt down that library in Uminiro, you would not believe the stack of forms I had to fill out. <laughs> Uh, so Liam is going to suggest that we head back to the office to fill out said forms and so we can make an appointment with uh, Lord Dink Edgar, uh, Edgar Lindquist. Well, why don't you just fill them out now so we can just walk back in, give them the forms. Instead do, you of walking... have a, do you have a pen and a writing surface, ma'am? She's going to give him a blank stare like she has not had anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. He's going to, he's going, Liam is going to pan over to Hamish. Uh, Hamish is going to produce a piton. Um, <laughs> Classic. And dip it into some of his garlic lamp oil with the cayenne pepper, which is a lovely red color. And say, how about this? Uh, let's head back to the office where we have ink and a writing surface. Oh, all right. I love the idea of filling up forms with pepper spray. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm going to need this form sprayed in triplicate, please. (laughs) Okay, so you guys quickly head back to the office, go to fill out the forms. Uh, Can we give them to Joyce to fill out? Uh, Oh, please try. Please try. Uh, Try is the correct word, yes. (laughs) I, I was figuring as probably the person with the best penmanship out of everybody, Liam would fill out the forms. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to do it again. We're going to get back to DNR and Hamish is still looking through his pack. And as we walk through the door, he's going to produce a quill and a bottle of ink. <laughs> oh, excellent. I keep on forgetting I have two pages of inventory. <laughs> At this point, I, I love think, it. I like to think that Hamish just always inconveniently has the thing he wants most at the bottom. 
It's not even uh, it's not Liam. A pack at all. Liam will happily accept the quill and the red ink, even though uh, I believe he does have his own. But uh, most likely, because I well, I do have a forgery kit. Well, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that. So, wow, we are. He's gonna sit impressive. down. <laughs> I don't have anything to write on. <gasps> I was just gonna write on the floor like a fucking plebe. Jeez. I mean, you could have done. But we are. Fully. <laughs> all right so you go back home you try to fill it out so so are you filling this out when it comes to like business and secretary are you gonna actually fill like do not resuscitate and joyce or are you going to oh no 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 you're gonna like forge like create this whole shell company oh yes <laughs> all right all right this is far more interesting what is the name of your shell company oh that is a good question uh let's see who are you um, CEO and or representative of to meet with this? Who am I representative? Faco. No. Um, so the the person that uh, Liam was impersonating is is just kind of a false personality that he's created. Um, it is a merchant from Kodai. That's why I was asking about the other continents. Mm -hmm. His name is Abu Abdullah Muhammad Ibn Musa al Um And... I haven't quite created a name of the company. Well, fortunately, since uh, you weren't expected to do all of this in person, you have time to think about this. I know, right? That is a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, and I think I think he might just go under his name, um, which would be Al Khorizmi uh, Mercantile. <laughs> are you uh are you waiting for me to yes okay because the action item uh, oh to fill out the form are you wondering about spelling uh i suppose i feel like this is okay kind of like come and go <laughs> of course now that i say out loud that i think it's a one and done thing this is going to be like a re recurring bit <laughs> oh, this character? Oh, it's entirely possible. Well, not just the character, there it is. But, the, but the company. Oh, oh, it could be. I mean, a merchant is a thing to have. Um, yeah, it's it's a good idea to have yeah. a small list of aliases handy. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I suppose Liam would just fill out the forms making up, uh, making up information as needed. Okay, well, here's the hang-up with that. Each of those snake statues weighs about a ton. So, like, how are you going to move <laughs> it? Ken, why? Why do you want to hurt me? I mean, do you know how much a stone statue weighs? <laughs> why do you say such hurtful things? <laughs> like, assuming that was a solid cylinder, it would weigh nearly... It would weigh a ton and a half. But because it's, you know, some materials removed, probably weighs... He's strong. A lift a ton strong <laughs> i don't know i don't know how much a ton is okay it's two thousand pounds oh that's a lot okay <laughs> it's a lot yes this isn't like a wait this isn't like an abstract ton this is like an actual ton wait she's in canada it's about 900 kilograms it, it's a lot <laughs> are we talking about a metric ton or an imperial ton 
Words, oh, oh, now things just got more complicated. Uh, well, when I very quickly Googled how heavy a marble statue is, I think I measured it in Imperial tons. 30 times my strength. And it, and the estimate for this is that the base is three foot square and it'd be four foot tall, which would come out to 2,700 pounds. But because it's not a solid cylinder, it would be some material removed. So I figure it's fair to call it roughly 2,000 pounds. Or lo- Okay, no, she can only carry like phones. Yeah, you'd have to. It'd be a whole operation to move that. You have to get like a lever system, some pulleys, a cart. <laughs> Liam, Liam is really good at distracting people. Like, I'm sure you guys would have time to do this. <laughs> it's roughly one third of an old Claudius. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you could do like a statue repair con. Like, <laughs> show up and say, we're the statue repair guys. We're here to replace your statue. We're going to take it away for a few days and repair it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hear me out. So here's, here's what, no, I got this. V just needs to take a chip out of it while Liam is distracting something. And then on the way out, he can be like, dude, your statue is chipped. Like, what kind of high class person, like, do you even maintain your grounds like what is this and then he can be like i know a guy hand him a card and then we can come in later as the marble people this is so incredibly unnecessary but i love it and <laughs> i'm having flashbacks to your attempts to get onto the boat <laughs> but okay, i mean but that's it's because like how cool would it be to, to have, have a, a wiggling sentient? snake statue a sentient stone snake pet. All right. Well, pet. He'd eat your. You mouth. mean an onyx? Well, pet includes You're... some sort of like. Oh, Rob brings up a good point. What? He'd eat cheddar, probably. Well, there's that. Also, no. I think a more important question is: Would it? It's marble, right? Oh, so obviously, never mind. That question got answered. It would be an onyx as opposed to steelix. Yes. Uh, also, I think pet is. Uh, presumptive. <laughs> I have V has no been known to be persuasive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To a, an adorable tiny mouse, where you had lots to offer it, like a warm home and food. But um, I'm not certain. And we've got a mouse to offer to this snake, even though no, it need that's to not on the eat. table. That's not on the table. <laughs> <laughs> We'll uh, make a stone mouse for it. Badass geez. pet for a badass half work, man. I mean, if you're determined to pull this con, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. We'll put it. We'll put it on the list. Mm-hmm. Add it to the quest log. Okay. Uh, we're gonna say after a certain amount of time, Liam is finished with the paperwork. Uh, have you decided on uh, the name of your show company? Yes. He's just going to use the name, so it's going to be Alcorizmi Mercantile. Okay. Uh, what what do they deal in? Because there, there is a... Um, or like, what well, so this, this is textiles. I'm going to say that someone in Kodai is looking for some exotic fabrics that they can't really get there. So he's kind of a trade merchant. He's a, uh, a shipper. Oh, okay. So, a logistics man. Yeah, logistics. So he's, so he's just looking to travel far, get something unique, take it back, sell it for a markup. Yes. Because I was 
I wasn't. That makes that's more plausible because my first guess would have been like he was offering dyes, so he could be like a no. dye supplier. But that would require you to produce no, no. something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Just being a logistics man requires you to carry stuff, and you know whether or not mm -hmm. he gets there is. You know, different story. <laughs> and it would explain why I have this very strong assistant with me that is going to try and steal a snake statue. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So you have all of your paperwork. You Yes. So, so you just want to head back and speak to the servant? Uh, or at least hand it off. To and, and it would pretty um, much be a handoff because you knock it he, he'd look at you down his nose again and you'd hand the paperwork and I, I get it with a sigh he'd just take the paperwork and close the door on you or before he closes it he would say he would look over it very briefly say estimated the next opening is two months from now good day and he closes the door two, um, I think it's time for plan B Hmm. Hamish is going to try and stick his foot in the door before the servant can close it. Um, sure. Roll, roll an athletics, I guess. See if you can hoof it. Twenty-one. Oh, absolutely. You managed to quickly hop over and stick your foot in the door before he closes it. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Did you say two months from now? Yes. Well. That is not going to work, because you see, my friend here is trying to acquire some very exotic fabrics for something that's going to be needed a lot sooner than that. If you're looking In fact, my boat is going to have to be leaving within the next couple of weeks. Um, and I would be able to pay your master very handsomely for whatever materials he has. If you're looking to buy, you can go to the market district. Good day. He tries to push the door, but I assume the foot's still there. So he's like, yeah, foot's still there. <laughs> well, you see, this would be a special order. We need to just speak to the big man in charge personally. Then speak to the head of the shop. We do not have time for this. Well, well I believe, so sir, for me, your master can make time. He rolls his eyes. I will speak to him. You can maybe get five minutes. We will see. Please move your foot. Uh, Hamish will move his foot further inside. <laughs> the other way, please. Oh, I see what you mean. Uh, Listen. Right. Sir, uh, sir, what is your name? <sighs> I, I didn't intend this character to be sighing so much, but he is. <laughs> yeah. <It's> so disdainful. <laughs> <sighs> Archibald. Really? Yes! <laughs> He's the most <laughs> character I could think of. <laughs> Alright. Um, Mr. Archibald, I am very busy. Uh, I do not have time to speak with him now because I wasted too much time doing paperwork. So, if your master wishes to spend time, five minutes with me, I think I have five minutes tomorrow, probably, let's say, two o'clock. I will be here then. If not... I will have to find someone else to buy my materials from. We'll see if we can fit it in the schedule. Hope he does, for his own benefit. He rolls his eyes. Yes. You know, it's an awful long way to come with such a big sack of money if we're not going to get to see him. 
natural deception. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> 19. Oh, yeah. Like, doesn't necessarily mean he believes you, but he believes that Hamish believes it. <laughs> Enough. Yes. Sack of money, I'm sure. I will I will speak to my master and we'll see what we can do. I make no All right. Thanks, Archie. Archie. Hamish will move out away from the door. He scowls mm. at that, like, ugh. Wait, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> as soon as the foot um, moves, he'll like close the door, like uh, shaking his head. <laughs> well, that went well, I think. I'm telling you, I could break down one of these smaller doors real easy. Like we go in, we talk to the guy. It's not a big deal. Let's let's do it this way first. Uh, I need to go to the market now. <clears throat> How much money does Liam have? Oh, shit. All right. Uh, Liam is, in fact, going to need some fabric because he needs to make himself a costume. (laughs) Well, are you going to go to the general store, clothes minded, or are you going to go to the local Lindquist branch? Um, He is probably going to go since he has made costumes before and, you know, me rolling goes so well, um, he's probably going to be looking for actual, some actual textiles. Okay. Um, he would explicitly not get any Linquist fabrics. Okay. Speaking of, I need to place <clears throat> a Linquist textiles on the map. Oh, that is some very small lettering. Uh, well, it's and look, I'm closer. It's all and like, now it's not quite as small. Well, yeah, you got to zoom way in. There's a lot of little squares on this map, and I know. have things. So. Yep. So yes, this long skinny building here, it's Lindquist mm-hmm. textiles. Yeah. So, since he's he explicitly doesn't want to go to Lindquist, or or is he like trying to avoid the brand altogether? He's trying to avoid any fabric that Lindquist would recognize as his own fabric. Um, well, that's going to be tough. He's one of, you know, he is the biggest textile supplier in town. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's also possible. Uh, it's also possible that he wouldn't recognize his own fabric. Uh, I would think he's something of an expert in that, but there's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of generic textiles that, you know, he wouldn't necessarily recognize as his own. So, yeah. Well, so if he's got, <clears throat> uh, lots of plain, like solid colors, like nothing fancy pattern or anything like with frills, except for like individual pieces. So, like, do you understand what I'm talking about? Yes. <clears throat> so you're gonna try and like get some raw material so you can make your own thing, right? Yes. Okay. So roll an investigation to see if you can, if you can find some cloth that isn't. Lindquist made. Or at least like... Generic enough. Generic enough that like, oh yeah, no, this may not be Lindquist. But it does also need to be some pretty good cloth. You said investigation? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's gonna be a tall order. Seven. Nope. Um, <sighs> Damn it. So at, at Clothes Minded, you find... You do find some some rolls of cloth that are you know, they seem pretty high quality, and you don't see a Lindquist tag on them, so it's probably not Lindquist. 
All right. Um, abandoning that idea, can he just say, fuck it, I'm finding some linguist cloth just to find some fancy cloth? Sure, yeah. All right. So you go, just go walk, walk right into Lindquist Textiles, get yourself a couple rolls of, or, you know, a few, yeah. few yards. I mean, some nice something, something that's not a distinct pattern. Well, yeah, just some solid colors, but very high thread count, yeah. very nice. Yes. So... Yeah, you absolutely find that in, in whatever. Ling- <laughs> Apparently, Liam knows linguist textiles really well. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he recognizes <laughs> when he sees it. So, yeah, definitely within the linguist textiles building, you can find all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff, all kinds of colors, different different patterns, not patterns of art, but, you know, like mm-hmm. weaving patterns and such. And, uh, yeah, so you find whatever you want. If you're, if you're looking for, like, really high quality, especially if you're only buying a few yards of each, you're probably talking, like easy 50 to 80 gold pieces for um all right (laughs) oh my phone's yelling at me Uh 20 okay hold on (laughs) quiet phone you're rolling willpower against the, yes. the thrill of the shop? <laughs> uh, no. Rolling willpower on whether Liam is pay for this fabric or not. Oh, he's, he's the opposite. He's thrifty. He <laughs> feels kind of bad about springing for this. Yeah. Um, and this is not really for a job. Yeah, you're not going to be profiting off of this unless you steal something from him. Yeah. That's not off the table yet. Just because I can't get the statue. <laughs> no, that's not, not what we're going for. <laughs> um, so. Oh. <laughs> Fuck it. I guess Sorry, he is. That no. no. Uh, Liam's, Liam's just going to take the. Uh, takes, like, after looking at the prices, um, I think he's going to pick up a little bit. I'm going to say let's go with probably like 20 gold worth of uh, some really nice cloth. Yeah, for for trim and for access, yes. rather than the main book of the clothing. Yes. And then you can um, stuff like a 10 gold and then he's, standard stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, and then he is going to take some more time to kind of scope out the place. The Lindquist Textiles place is... It's not exactly a boutique because you were looking for like raw materials. They they have yeah. they have a boutique across the street, but it's it's a little bit of a warehouse feel, except for like where the nicer places are. So they have like when you walk in the front door, they have a main large area that's just you know stacks and stacks of of like common cloth. A lot of people walk in. A lot of the tailors walk in and take regular stuff, and it's fairly busy. It's a popular place. Uh, for, mm-hmm. for those kinds of people and then in the back they have like the really nice stuff in a more like enclosed controlled space and it the nice region is or, or in that section between where the the nice section and the you know the chaff section are <laughs> is where like the the cashier the main the person running the the store is and there's actually mm-hmm. upstairs over the nice section. So as I'm sure we've all been in warehouses, you see in the warehouse space, there's it's like way up to the to the ceiling, very tall. But then in the nice area overhead of that, there's 
office space for presumably mm-hmm. the owner or you know the the per the manager the person in charge of this particular building mm-hmm. yeah, yeah all right um but, but, yeah well you know what fuck it we're trying this one too um so liam's gonna have like some of the nice cloth that he has no intention of purchasing it might be coming back for later um he's gonna see because there is that distinguish between the nice stuff and the not nice stuff and so he's just kind of like going to be looking through rummaging through and then casually try and set some of the nicer fabric down with some of the not so nice stuff sorry and see (laughs) uh he's gonna he's gonna casually like put some of the nicer fabrics down with like some of the not so nice stuff that's presumably easier to get access to and also gauge how the cashier is going to do uh, gauge the cashier's reaction. So just so you're just like flopping down the the good with the mediocre and just trying to see how the cashier reacts, or you're trying to slice yeah. the good stuff in between. <laughs> um, I would say, um, I would say like putting it back on the shelf, like he's trying to be respectful, but like putting it there. So if he comes back, he can get to it quickly and easily. Okay. Uh, the cashier doesn't really mind. Like she's watching you carefully while you're touching mm-hmm. the good stuff, but like otherwise yeah. you're generally just So he's like picking it up, looking at it, inspecting it, and then like I yes, I I would probably have the same reaction that you do. Um <laughs> And so it's just like, oh, I'm putting it back on the shelf, but he's conveniently putting it in this easier to access spot for him later. Well, she is a little bit annoyed that you're messing with the organization system, but she has to be nice. So she's wearing a fake smile, but also she, there it is. But also she can't give a fuck. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So She's not allowed to yell at me. Exactly. So it's a mix of all those things. Like you can tell, like, yeah. why are you fucking with the system? But also, like, hello, customer is always right. But also, I don't give a shit about this job. I don't want to be here. <laughs> all right. Um, and he's also going to explicitly make a note of where he grabbed stuff from um, and where he put it. <laughs> uh, the chat's going nuts about people being rude to customer service workers <laughs> she's just doing her job <laughs> yeah and i'm trying to set the place up so i can rob it <laughs> she's just gonna put it back where you got it from yeah as soon as you i know away... and she's gonna be very annoyed by it yes! you know, i don't think you understand how much this is burning me i'm like i can't i can't interrupt the scene i can't i, I, just I, I love it. the outrage at this and yet Waltzing into a complete stranger's home and stealing a massive statue is not a problem whatsoever. He's a douchebag anyway. <laughs> I'm with Rob. You don't know that. <laughs> His butler's a douchebag, but okay. But this hits too close to home. Like I don't live in a McMansion with four marble snake statues in my courtyard. I do have yeah. to watch assholes pick up a pack of cookies, put it with the croissants, and walk away like they didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've also I've also found countless Starbucks uh, fucking cups oh on shelves before and <laughs> I'm just like really buddy you couldn't you couldn't just hand it to somebody like we'll 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 
I am willing to throw it away for you. Just please, for the love of God, don't leave it on the shelf. Right? And don't bitch me over a dollar because you fucking read a sign wrong. (sighs) This just sits too close to home. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, all right. oh, Be well. nice to your sales associates, people. They're doing a tough job. All right, I think and I... they don't get paid nearly enough to deal with the crap that you have to deal with. And in the okay. Show, I have changed Especially my around this time of year. And in this moment, or ever. Mark two is gonna be. Black Friday's coming, boys. I, I Thank gonna... God that's not as big a thing here in Canada. It started, though. Mm. It's awful. People yeah, but it's, like, it's hey. huge in Fair Bay and this this. <laughs> Next episode is a Black Friday episode. Oh gosh, <laughs> V just hides in a corner somewhere. Oh, I should do Watch that. Your, Listen, well, hey, v, is just pepper spraying everyone. Can, here's what we do: we can walk around Fair Bay just handing out booze to all the associates because they fucking need it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> You don't understand. If some stranger walked up to me, he's like, "Here's a shot of tequila." I'd be like, "Thank you. Have a good day." Like, yeah. No, I have worked Black Friday before. Thank you. <laughs> I don't even do retail, but I understand. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, my my HR department will occasionally walk around with like a cart, a little trolley full of treats, including beer, and so occasionally on a friday the hr head of hr will poke her head and saying hey ken you want free beer like i'm at work hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm so jealous (laughs) i know where are you working ken do you need a massage therapist there (laughs) um i could talk to people i work at a tech company so Listen, they're giving out free beer. Why not free massages? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. As long as I get some of that beer. Too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no the beer doesn't happen often, but it happens. Uh, I'm sorry. I, th- I, I I was holding that in. So, well, yeah, like, we, we kind of got a little close to home. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't anymore. And I think I may have changed my mind yeah. about what Arc 2 is going to be about. It's going to have to be about retail work. That's what I was going to say. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'll get DNR the, runs out of money and we have we, to store. We got we got this covered. DNR becomes like a Walmart. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard me bitch about this before. Um, I I, I work in a marine supply store and it, during the summer, at least once a month, I get someone who comes in and goes, "I need bottom paint for my boat," and I go, <laughs> "Excellent, great. What color? I have no idea." <laughs> That's no, 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 no. It's the wrong question uh, to be asking. I said I wanted paint. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. And it's 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 not that like you go into Home Depot and you have a wall of fucking colors. Bottom paint comes in green, red, blue, black, and white. That's already too many options. Yeah, you've lost them. Uh... Yeah, apparently that is too difficult for some people because they they don't look at their boat. They just have their eyes closed the whole fucking time. I mean this sincerely. You don't want to get me started on customer service stuff, stories at all. I am particularly looking forward to an upcoming episode where V is working retail and the Malthus <laughs> fan club comes in in order to like shop in her store. <laughs>
what I think needs to happen. I am also yeah, like you're going to have like the gluten free person, the person who's on keto, like the person who doesn't do sugar. Okay, I, I have an idea. I think we're going to have to have DNR be hired by the like the manager of one of these shops and i just gonna have to play out a scene where a customer is being belligerent and unreasonable <laughs> and and, and and explode. I'm, I'm, i will lose it i you don't even i can't <laughs> even at work i can't no, do it here though v, v is gonna make it v is gonna make it all two hours before she's fired for like <laughs> loving a customer i think yeah, that's really like, generous it was a slow day all right <laughs> the real twist the customer is jimmy <laughs> oh my god Jimmy would be in Hey, Pistons, get the hell out of here! No, I think it's the opposite. Jimmy she just throws him out of the window. Doesn't even say anything. He walks in, she just picks him up, throws him out. No, it's the opposite. Jimmy would be a wonderful customer. It's uh, some of the other people running around that would not be. Like the Malcolm's mm-hmm. Club. I guarantee they're asshole customers. I guarantee I don't want to meet them in under any circumstances. <laughs> Least of all as customers I in a think, store I have to work in. I think Rob has the right idea. I think I need to introduce them in the show in, in that power dynamic where you, you just may just murder a bunch of shitty teenagers and we'll see what happens. <laughs> Why do you want to break me? I think that's the question <laughs> I need to ask. What, what did she do to you, Ken? It's my job as DM to get you emotionally invested, and that's what it takes. So bring us back in. Bring us back in. Liam is going to... Uh, talking about tanks. Liam is gonna, so when he puts that stuff in the wrong spot, he's going to Oh my to god. Leave. So he, he puts it in the wrong spot. The, yes. The person, like, is clearly annoyed, but has the fakest smile on her face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you finding everything okay? Uh, <laughs> he <was> saying, <laughs> He's gonna look at her and he's uh, like, uh, yes, you have a beautiful selection here. Uh, I, I, I wish I could take all of it. Uh, but I will have to come back for some. Uh, I have other business today. <laughs> Please do not stab me out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, roll inside. Uh, <laughs> enjoy the rest of your day. And he's just going to, to leave. Roll insight. Four. Not clueless. I'll say it anyway, but Liam doesn't know. The moment that he says, I want to buy all of it, she dies a little inside, because that'll take forever. <laughs> It'll ruin her whole day. <laughs> but the moment he says, but I won't, she's like, all right, so you just wasted my time. But okay, that's way better than, oh, God, I need to haul everything in the store out. <laughs> and as soon as he walks out, um, he she puts it right back. Because you put it back in the wrong spot. <laughs> yeah. So it was uh, does does Liam see that? No. Uh, nine reception. Nope. She waits until he leaves the building, and she just. Ugh. Yep. 
puts it right back. And that is why he made a note of where he got it from and where he put it. Uh, oh yeah, she's absolutely bitching to her coworkers. Well, oh yeah, and when she's on break, and the, the the shop's a little busy right now, so she has to. Hold no, her. no, no, no. We don't wait till we're on break. We're wait until they are clear out of earshot before we start bitching to people. But if there's other customers in the store, you got to hold it in until you get a second. <laughs> Good depends on the store. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking customers putting shit in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So other than frustrating both Amy in real life and this poor woman at the store. And myself. <laughs> what? Okay. Yes. You hate yourself for being a bad customer, but... <laughs> Chaotic evil. That's what like. That's what a real chaotic evil campaign looks like. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, here, let me try on sixteen different bibs and just leave them stuffed on the shelf. The only worst thing he could have done was had her ring everything up, and they'd be like, "Ah, oh, I forgot my gold at home." Like, <laughs> uh, hold on, I left my gold out on the horse. I'll be right uh, back. Well, at least, he, again, at least he didn't walk in with a drink. Also, no, no. I also have to walk in like two minutes before the store closes when I do uh, that. Mm-hmm. There was one I got all the time where uh, you don't you don't need my driver's license to take this check, do you? You, you, you always need the driver's license at that store. Uh, we just get we just get their phone number. You guys still accept checks? No, that was yeah. that was my old job. Oh, yes, sorry, I do. That came, I'm sorry, that came out really. Ugh, it's just we don't. Man. Yeah, I don't even get me started and stuff like that. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, I like uh, usually a good like forty percent of my sales are cash. Yeah, that's fine. It's just we do checks. I mean, we I, we deal with fishermen. And yeah. so when someone comes in and drops $3,000 on a pallet of rope, they like to use a check. I don't know why, but they do. I mean, I guess. Fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whichever. Or they hand us $3,000 in cash because they get paid in cash. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to D&D. Um, <laughs> other than establishing yourself as the villain of the story... Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are the true monsters all along. Yeah, what was your purpose? What is your goal? Uh, Liam would like to wait until the cover of darkness break in and steal uh, some of said fabric. <laughs> sure. <sighs> and uh, other than once again inconveniencing the poor workers, <laughs> she's probably going to get blamed somehow. You know that. Her. Yeah. Depends yeah. on the man. No, she'll be she'll be pegged as the one them... that steals it, and then she's gonna get fired. And <laughs> look, as far as we know, nobody knows the blankets that he took were missing. I don't know. Have you walked back in and asked? Uh, well, I feel like it's a little suspicious to walk in and be like, "Oh, hey, like a couple of weeks ago, did you have a couple of blankets go missing?" Yeah. Did you? Have the person's probably gonna be like, "Hey, you know what? How do you know about that?" Did you have any discrepancies in your inventory? Say, oh, two weeks ago this month. <laughs> yeah. That's oddly specific. Why are you asking? You seem to have some very specific knowledge about an event we haven't told anybody about. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. <laughs> 
Um, so it's in like the business district next to the market district. So even though this is a small town, it tends to sleep at night. Yes. You're, it's more likely to have someone walking by. So roll stealth to see if you can get there without being spotted. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, at the... Hmm. How would he play this? Uh, yeah, I suppose we'll do it that way. Five. That's a crit. Someone sees. Oh yeah. Okay. That, that is, is a unfortunate, failure. but I don't feel bad for you. So, <laughs> I'm, so my interpretation of this is that Liam knows that Fairbay goes to sleep at night, and sneaking around the temple was pretty easy. So why try? <laughs> mm. And. As he walks up to, like, the front door of Linquist Textiles, there's uh, a homeless man snoozing at the doorstep. Of course there is. Uh, are there any windows to the place? A few, but they've got bars over them. I see. Um, there's a second floor. There is. Uh, what does the second floor look like? Second floor also has some windows in the like office area, but those also have bars over them. Of course they do. That's what happens when I roll a one. Well, also this is like a classy high end place, so. Why would there be bars over the windows of a place? Uh, because rogues are known to climb, and they're in town next to adjacent to other buildings. Like, like you're not robbing from the local convenience store. You're robbing from like. A, like an actual legit store hmm. that can afford security measures. <laughs> hobo on the front door. Gotta get rid of Hobo. Hmm. How does one do this? Uh. <laughs> <Just> kill him! <laughs> wow. Um, I believe it would be. Oh, it would be a robbery. I don't know if he's on the steps. Would that be technically a burglary then? I don't know. Probably, yeah. All right. In any case, mm -hmm. um. Like it's it not easy to break into this place at night. All right, I think I think I got something. He's like curled up right up against the door, isn't he? Because yeah, because uh, the front door is in a little cubby, and so mm -hmm. he's, he's resting. He's sleeping right at the right at the door to have some sort of cover. Mm-hmm. Um, Liam is, how long does, one, cast time, one action. How long does minor illusion last? Oh, it's just like an instantaneous thing. Yeah, because minor illusion's a cantrip, right? Yeah, it is. Um. Yeah, so you can only do like really minor stuff with it, hence the name. <laughs> yeah. 
minor illusion. Uh, is it possible to get through that door uh, without disturbing the hobo much? No, he's like right up against it and it opens out. So there's... So you have to yeah, do... not what I'm worried about. Not what... Uh, so can I pick the lock without really disturbing him? Well, yes, that you can do. All right. Um, he is going to try and pick the lock as quietly as he can. All right. Well, uh, suppose r- roll for thieves tools or sleight of hands to see if you can. All right. It's uh, these are also fairly nice locks, so gotta roll. Yeah. And your history with rolling. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, I got in. <laughs> well, you unlocked. You, you managed to open the locks. Actually, opening mm-hmm. the door is another thing, because, like I said, it opens towards you, and the bubble's <laughs> up against it, so. Yeah. Uh, not, not that worried about him. Um, how's the wording on that go? All right. Um, uh, Liam is going to uh, gently, uh, very kindly wake up the hobo um and i'm hearing myself a little bit and it sounds weird uh and ask him to move to a different stoop however where the fuck do you cast a spell there it is cast spell he is going to cast suggestion so he is going to suggest that this hobo goes to a different stoop uh and that he is just Motherfucker! Well, he has a minus one, so. <laughs> but that's me. That is still a fourteen. You're right, that's me to beat. So, <laughs> so you you wake him up. He groans a little bit. You say, "Hey, man, please move." And he's like, "Piss off!" Of course. Fucking kidding me. <clears throat> Damn it! <clears throat> he's gonna look at him, uh, square in the eyes, and go, uh. Now your memory, I will muddy, so you think that I'm your buddy, and he's going to cast Charm Person. Uh, well, let me roll a d20 minus one. Hey, 13! <laughs> there we go. And he's like, hey, you might want to move to a different stoop. Like, someone forgot to lock this door, and you probably don't want to get in trouble for it when someone comes in the morning. You might want to find a different stoop. Oh, what? Really? He goes to jiggle the handle and it pops right open. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, thanks. And yeah, not a problem, dude. Like, seriously. Yeah, so he, you can get in trouble out here. He gets up and he gathers up his blankets, but uh, it takes him like 10 minutes to gather everything up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he does that, you know, he gathers everything up and he mm-hmm. walks over, gives a little like two finger salute and walks down the way. Mm hmm. Uh, so Liam is going to enter, uh, he's going to kind of nonchalantly enter the, uh, place. All right. So he's now inside of Lindquist Textiles. Yes. Um, I'm assuming the cash near the cash register is where they cut the fabric. Yes. They've got a little. All right. Yep. Uh, so he, having made a mental note of where it was, is going to go grab the fabric that he was looking at, cut the pieces off. Just get a couple uh, of everything he needs. Is he going all fancy? Or? Yep. Oh, yeah. All fancy. <laughs> 
So he's getting like all all fancy everything. He's getting like a good eighty gold pieces worth of cloth. Oh yeah. Assuming he's just getting off what he needs instead of going crazy. Oh yeah, no, not this is for a purpose. He's getting stuff that he needs. So important detail. After he gets what he needs, what does he do with the rolls? He puts them back on the shelf where they were um, and carefully places the cutting implement back where it was. Okay, so tries to carefully put everything back where it was. Ideally, when they go to do inventory at some point, they'll be short a couple yards, probably not think much of it. Amy is skeptical. And so on the way out, he's going to lock the door and close it behind him. Okay. And head back. I suppose he'd head back to his place. Yeah, assuming it's the middle of the night. So yeah, traveling back in time, back at DNR offices. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Chakova still has a splitting headache. So yes. I'm wondering about... So how did he spend his day? Did he literally spend his whole day like nesting and will he try to like chat with people along the way? Well, I think he would wait until everyone left and then hop on over to the uh, bathroom area. Are there mirrors in the area? Uh, yes, I believe so. And there are okay. several small ones in the bathroom. Yeah. Jacob's going to take a gander at himself and see if he's like visibly fucked up. Um, because of your migraine, he looks pretty miserable, but not, like, physically different in any way other than the expression on his face. However... Aside from the, uh, dread that's constantly in his eyes. <laughs> nah, other than that, he's fine. So, he is... Yeah, I'm gonna ask for something very strange. I'm gonna need Jakova to roll insight on himself. <laughs> you got it. Seven. Yeah, just the the voices are hard to parse out. There's mostly white noise. You occasionally pick out the occasional word, but the words don't make any sense because they're they're just all over the place. Some of them say kill. Some of them say hug. Some of them say eat. Some of them say power. They just there's all over the place. Occasionally you hear the word pet. Like it doesn't. You're not not really deriving any meaning from the words you can pick out from the din, but the din's pretty constant. But it's not so loud that you can't hear things. And speaking of hearing things, um, while you're in the bathroom, uh, you hear the front door open and close, even though everyone had left. And roll a perception for me. Uh, Fuck! (laughs) Nine. Alright, well, Joyce is talking to someone, but, like, you're not really picking out the other voice. Joyce is hard to miss. (laughs) Yeah. She's just this rasp going through the walls, but the other voice, like, eh, there's someone there, so it's probably some kind of business, and Umbrin is has gone on an errand for the day trying to get get more research done. So there's a potential job at the door. Jacoba is gonna try stealthing a little bit. Just crack open the door to see if he can hear anything better. Uh, sure. Uh, there it is. Okay, yeah. So the, 23. The door is is perfectly smooth. 
and you don't even really need to roll a perception for this because you recognize very, very clearly that the other voice is Susiana. Beautiful. And she is very annoyed talking with Joyce. Joyce, weirdly enough, is being rather patient. So, like, Susiana's going like, look, I've been here, like, every day for a week. You keep telling me he's here, but he's not here. And Joyce says, yeah, yeah, I know, but... You know, he's got work. They they go out and do jobs, and I can't just have you hanging around. You don't work here. She says, well, that, this time, I'm not leaving until he gets back. And she goes to move towards the door that's the back of the reception area, where Jacoba is. Excellent. <laughs> so what is Jacoba going to attempt to do? He's going to try and try and book it away from the door or is he going to try and hide behind the door or is he just going to freeze like deer in the headlights let's see what I got here's something I am gonna disguise myself <laughs> um. Susiana has a portrait she does. Let's roll a d4 to see who I'm gonna be. Beautiful. <laughs> so, not really concentrating, Jacoba is going to just kind of mutter, what the fuck is going on? And he is going to turn into Jimmy. What is your spell save DC? Um, let's see. It's 15. 15. Okay, so so he's going to cast this guy's self on himself. Yes. <laughs> that's that's a weird phrasing. Anyway, he's he cast this guy's self. He's going to take a step back so he doesn't get his nose broken by the door, I assume. Yes. <laughs> and he's going to be Jimmy. So she's going to open up the door and when she opens the door, she doesn't expect someone to be right there. So she freezes for a second, makes a little like squeak sound, like, whoop, like what? Um, and then roll investigation. DC's 15. Yes. With a plus one. <laughs> Are you done? <sighs> 17. <laughs> so... For just a moment, she sees the illusion and goes, what? Who the hell? And then she squints and looks closer and goes, <gasps> Jacoba! How would... You can't even... I'm right and here! His eyes just... <laughs> his eyes just twitching a little bit after he realizes that it's just not working out. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you cast an illusion on yourself to avoid me? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the chat's going nuts. <laughs> Drop that illusion right now. Jesus Christ. Uh, does he drop it? <laughs> uh, he's gonna take a step back and then drop it. Um and as soon as he drops it, she's gonna come in for a hug, but like a violent hug. Yeah, he was bracing for impact as soon as he uh, yeah. dropped so, it. 
Like she was expecting something. Uh, twelve for strength. So, uh, it's enough. Actually, roll athletics. Oh boy. I want to see. It. This is competitive athletics. <laughs> Six. Jesus Christ. She squeezes until your ribs pop. Like <laughs> this is way too tight. Like there's a lot of anger. There's mixed emotions in this hug. This is a violent, angry, but also like, oh, thank God you're okay hug. And then she like equally violently like lets go of him and pushes him back a bit just to get some distance. Like, okay, first, thank God you're okay. But also, what the fuck? What happened? Is she she yelling? Oh, yes. Like not not full volume, but like that that mid-level word. The voice is elevated so everyone can hear, but she's not screaming her head off, you know? So instead of being stabbed in the brain, it's being poked in the brain with a very dull butter knife. Oh, yes. The, the, that void, just the, the volume is not good. <laughs> so she's like, what the fuck? I thought you were dead. And then I hear word that you're working somewhere else. Like, you just ghosted me. What the hell? I thought we had something. Oh, boy. Now I know you're very upset but can you please lower the volume just a little bit and she takes a deep breath to like like she's about to yell some more but sees that you're like in physical pain is like uh, okay seriously though like what the fuck you you ghosted on me we travel around together for like two years say we're gonna spend the rest of our lives together and then you just disappear on me I never meant to disappear. Well, I promise did. you that, but <laughs> ghosting is down thinking there. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Things came up that I couldn't avoid. And you couldn't even bother writing me. Like you got into some shit, and you couldn't even like contact me, let me know what was going on. <laughs> Things get a little rough, and you just leave. I never said I never wrote. I just couldn't bring myself to send them to you. Well, that doesn't doesn't make me feel any better. No, I understand it doesn't make you feel any better. You think I feel wonderful for abandoning you? Like what what could have been so bad that you couldn't have told me Hey, by the way, some bad things happened. I need to go away for a while. Didn't even respect me enough to give me that. Beep. What is going on over there? Did you hear that beep, or are you commenting on the chat? (laughs) On the chat. (laughs) (laughs) I keep looking over at Discord to... uh not see the chat, but then I see something pop up over in the corner. I have to look over. Yeah, the Rule 20 chat is just... <laughs> Listen, like, we're the peanut gallery, alright? Let us do our I, thing. We're trying to be non-intrusive by being in the chat. <laughs> well, yes, it's funny. Were those white chicks sitting on the couch commenting on the rom-com, okay? Leave us alone. 100%, yes. And I- Let us have our moment. <laughs> yeah. One part quoting common breakup things, and then also <laughs> like, 
wildly speculating about what what the situation is. <gasps> what happens? <laughs> Who are they to each other? Eating popcorn. <laughs> I like to imagine they were here the entire time. They're just like sitting on the bench right there. No, this was like tw- yeah. like twenty minutes after they left for the day. Yeah, I know. So. So right now in this time, we're peeking in through the window, watching this, eating popcorn. <laughs> Ooh. Really, they're here in spirit. <laughs> Okay, so she demanded, like, what could possibly have been so bad that you could, that you had to just disappear and not contact her? Started off as my father dying of lung rot right in my arms. That didn't feel too good. Then on my way back to Esterholt, I get tangled up dealing with fang bullshit. And next thing I know, I'm in a burning barn surrounded by idiots but look i know about i knew about your dad right you were supposed to go for like two weeks and you're supposed to meet up in Esterholt. who are the fang what are you talking about what what do you mean by fang bullshit these fox these idiots who think they're tough because they have red shoulder pads. Is that what that means? I... But they did figure out who I was because I tried to make a quick buck for us. I turned them into the guard and next thing I know I hear I'm here for the drought fuck who turned me in. So I hopped out the window and ran and ran and ran until I couldn't anymore. Okay, yeah, that's pretty fucked up, but what stopped you from letting me know? Hey, I got into some shit. Not remembering to know the letter would be one. And another would be I... Probably just a useless fuck. She just shakes her head. Unbelievable. You're too much of a coward to just admit when you fuck up. It's not the end of the world where people mess up. We fuck up all the time. I fuck up all the time. Like, so, so you just ran away and hide. Well, perhaps that's just all I know how to do. She steps up to him and pokes him right in the forehead. Well, you need to get this together. By the same time, you're not getting rid of me that easily. She folds her arm stubbornly. No, we don't need Hamish advice. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'd like Hamish advice, but I don't need Hamish advice. That'll be great. Jacoba's gonna sigh and then like hold up a finger like hold on a moment and he's going to go to the room over here and pull out a very large box out of under the cot 
I say large box, it's like the size of a shoe box. Okay. So, and it's just gonna be full of, I know there's no window, okay? <laughs> Besides, I got Thunderwave. Uh, uh, Thunderwave would just hurt you as much as anyone. It's a loud noise. Wait, wait, what else do I have? Oh gosh, you're actually... You have invisibility. I do have invisibility. Nah. <laughs> now he's gonna come back out with this. He's been caught. <laughs> he's gonna come back out with a cot. <laughs> no, with this uh, shoebox that's like absolutely packed to the brim full of letters that he wrote to her, but couldn't bring himself to send. So, like, you want. You want an answer? There's one in here somewhere. And uncertainly, she'll look back between the box and him and go, okay. We're not okay, but we'll talk. She grabs the box and goes to turn to leave. Unless Jacoba does anything, she's going to quietly leave the building. So just kind of put a hand on a, on her shoulder before she leaves and then just let her well as soon as he touches her she'll she will stop for a second and half turn to him but not all the way no eye contact just yeah just pass waiting to see if he'll say anything and then after a couple seconds if he doesn't say anything she'll she'll pull away and go and now she's left yeah Jacoba's just going back to the uh hiding under the cot to his nest yeah (laughs) All right, so then we can fast forward to the evening time when everyone gets back from their job or what they were trying to do during the day. <laughs> what were we trying to do? I don't even know at this point. point. Well, you were trying to... Well, we got so distracted by the soap opera that was happening. You guys were trying to get an appointment with Edgar and then you came back to fill out the paperwork and then you went back to turn in the paperwork and then you were probably going to come back and be like... Yeah, but somehow it became a textile heist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was like, that's actually in the future. That's like in the middle of the night. After it hasn't the- yet turned into a text. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's okay. good. At this point in the timeline, it's like, you know, afternoon ish, and that textile heist happens after dark. I will say, I just want it on record that anytime V walks in or out of the office, she gives Joyce a respectful head nod. Perfect. And Joyce will... Okay. Uh, and she always gives one back. Nice. Okay. I'm bonding, guys. Yeah. And if anyone else tries it, she'll roll their eyes at... She'll roll her eyes at them. <laughs> it's just V. <laughs> it's just V. It's our thing, okay? Yeah. No, V's just hitting on Joyce. No. Uh, no, uh, Susiana. <laughs> yeah, Susiana's pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, she is. Yeah, so I suppose I should describe this. So, Susiana, based on the art that I picked for her, she is an elf with bright blue hair. She's wearing some light leather armor that's, you know, form-fitting but functional. And she's got, um, uh, this is up to CJ. What instrument did Susiana play? She's a bard. Yes, she played the um, lute for the most part. 
Right. So she has a loot on her person. She's got a couple piercings on her ears, her pointy ears, and she is gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think her and V would make a beautiful couple. Oh, certainly. Because the armor mm -hmm. V is also pretty good. <laughs> what would uh, the half elf, the half orc baby be? Uh, Amazing. That's what it would be. Well, be half, yeah. Be half <laughs> Don't elf ruin orc. this for her. And we have elf orc. Qu quarter orc, quarter human. <laughs> All hot. All gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> oh, well, we yes, find she out. does. <laughs> you you could have a Quasimodo situation. Oh no no no! Definitely not. Sorry sorry. Everybody's on my side. Nah. <laughs> Quasimodo elephant man type thing going on. V and Susiana's the new team OTP. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Nothing happened. It's fine. You deserve that. Uh... <laughs> you deserve whatever happens to you. <laughs> well, Susiana will be returning. What? You don't like a little competition? <laughs> No, he's intimidated, but like, who could compete with that? Like, you got that wiggly like, ass, hey, you don't need anything, like, okay? She would literally break him. <laughs> like, no, I want this woman to snap. <laughs> no, I already told myself I have, I know exactly what V's type is. And unfortunately, it's not Susiana. It is now Susiana. It's now she just hasn't faced. She just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> right. It's not Susiana. It's Joyce. It's Joyce. <laughs> it's not Joyce. Now, I feel like V would look at Susiana and appreciate for her for the eye candy, but, but understand deep down, like, it would never work. <laughs> nice. Yeah. To, nice to look at, but no. <laughs> It would be a shame. You no, know, V's just not in a place right now where she could really commit herself to the relationship that Susiana would deserve. Yeah, well, she's just she's still recovering from a traumatic experience, and mm -hmm. you know she she needs to get her life together first. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, maybe v, in another go world. in. She needs to experience Dude, the be, world. No, you be that rebound girl. <laughs> no, listen. In OG Theria, they're together. That's canon. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going in the book, guys. First of all, in Theria 1, both of these characters exist, and they're together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Amy's intercepting a fuck ton of patches and just writing in the back. Yeah. The only reason they're together is because Jacoba hung himself years ago. Oh, jeez. Oh. He didn't make it out of that just building when the fang came for him. Mm -hmm. That's all that is. That's the alternate timeline. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> he couldn't handle the voices anymore. Okay. Yeah. So the plan was. So next question, I suppose. After the after the <laughs> the heist, <laughs> is Leo? Oh no. So Rob, don't encourage her. <laughs> v has not seen Susiana yet. We, we will cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> so, after the heist, is Liam going to, like, burn the midnight oil sewing himself, like, some sort of fancy suit? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, roll for a sewing kit? <laughs> we'll just assume there's one in the house somewhere. Mm -hmm. I mean... Um... 
Shall I use uh, what? This is probably a dex based roll. Yes, definitely. Uh, okay. I'm not sure. Sleight of hand would make sense. I think disguise kit covers that technically. Cosmetics oh, okay. props. Sure. I think I have a disguise kit. Nope, I have these tools and a forgery kit. I could have sworn. Or was it Jacoba that had one? I swear someone had a disguise kit. Because you, because because from the disguise kit, you gave the gloves to Jeremy. Uh, yeah, Jacoba has one. Okay, that's what it was. I, I think Liam has one too. Apparently, not. I don't have one in my inventory. But we'll we'll just assume that at home there's sewing stuff. Yeah, materials. So I like, um, I would say. Yeah. Oh, hey, look. This guy's kit right there. <laughs> ah, see, there it is. Uh, Mother fucking rolling shit. <laughs> uh, you don't have an inspiration to use, do you? No. Sadly, that's a seven. I have a bardic inspiration that I couldn't use. Nah, I mean, you could hum to yourself to add, what, a d6 tops? <laughs> hey, listen, that bring it up to a 13. That is solidly mediocre. Sure. I appreciate you trying to help me out here. <laughs> sure, roll a d6, see what happens. <sighs> yep, that's what I was expecting. That brings it up to an eight. So, Liam spends all night trying to get this together. Every time he pulls it up to look at it, it's uneven. This like the sides aren't symmetrical. Like he's getting the general idea down but the execution is really rough mm -hmm. but important thing to note is that since Liam's being up so late Zill gets home at like 2 in the morning which Zill has not been home like every time you've gotten off of work so mm. this is the time that Zill's been getting home apparently and he's surprised <laughs> to see Ian not Ian I knew I was going to do that. Liam. Yeah, I mean, he would be surprised to see me. <laughs> For sure. Who the hell are you? What are you doing in my house? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I got here. <laughs> One second, I was playing D&D. &D. <laughs> Next thing, I was here. Trying to sew. My pants are gone. I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> yeah, you, Ian, as like equally as frustrated as Liam would be over the coat. Like, it's just not working. <laughs> okay, so... Zill gets home at 2 in the morning. It's surprised to see Liam up trying to work on stuff. Go like, um, hey, what you working on? Um, I think, like, kind of zeroed in on trying to make this work and really frustrated. And he's like... He's trying to uh, for, like, the fourth time. He's not even, not even going to look at Zill and just be like, um... All right, so he's going to be, what, hyper-focused? And so he's like, I'm making a merchant costume because I need one. And it's like not coming out right. I don't know. I think there's something wrong with my needles or the fabric or something. I don't fucking know. Wait, still, uh, uh, what, are, what are you doing back here? Wait, why are you getting back so late? What time is it? Um very late okay that 
That answered one of my questions. Mm-hmm. You're not going to tell me, are you? I don't know what you mean. Don't know what I mean. It's really late at night. Sure is. Most, there are a lot of people who don't do that. Normally, you work during the day so you can see what's going on unless you don't want to be seen. That, yes, is a fair assumption. Mm -hmm. Just, you know. So what have you, what have you been doing? Uh, you know, working, investigating, learning stuff. Mm-hmm. You're, you're still trying to figure out what happened to the caravan, aren't you? And he bites his lower lip and goes, yeah, and... He, he looks at he looks towards Jamie's room. He speaks a little bit softer. Um, do uh, doing some very unsavory things to try and learn. And I think I am onto something. But uh, we're dealing with some. I am dealing with some very dangerous people. So I, I can handle it. It'll be fine. Yeah, you know what fine stands for, right? <sighs> yeah, yeah. I'll find out who it was. They'll be brought to justice. And maybe, maybe I can find some more of our family. But I need to learn where they are, who they are, and question them. And maybe we'll know for sure. Yeah, maybe. It's not going to bring them back, though. It won't bring back the ones who are gone, but I'm not convinced they're all gone. Just because I haven't found them doesn't mean they're not out there. So we need to find them. I don't, I, I'm on it. I will find them. Whoever it is, we'll find, we'll find some of them. It's just, um, it can't just be us. And then, and then what? And then, like, and then we'll have more of our family together again. Like, they could have gone in any direction after the attack. You went west, you walked across the wastes. That's, like, the worst direction to go. Like, they they could have gone out on a call. They could have gone anywhere. Hell, some of them could have walked way out there towards, like, Brightport or something. I don't know. But I need to know from the people who did it who all is gone. And then we can find them and bring them back. And we'll get just a, just a dash of vengeance on the way. More than I want more than just a dash of vengeance. They they stole our family, so so you know what whatever you know whatever you're doing, I I mean not like I've changed. So like whatever you're doing, I wanna help. I want my family back. And he'll grab Liam by like both of his shoulders and say, Yes, yes, see? That's exactly what I mean. Now I'm I like I my skills are way better than yours, so I'm I'm still in the information gathering phase. So I'm I'm gonna still fly solo for for a while, but I promise, I promise, if I get anything solid, I'll bring you in. We'll go together, and we'll 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 go get whoever we need to go get. And hell, maybe we can bring your coworkers in. After we bring them back in, we can all like interrogate them together, and and it'll be good. 
All I know is that it, the Black Hand was involved, and it's a small group, like four or five people. I don't know where they are. I don't know their name just yet. I have a couple <laughs> vague descriptions. But I, but I have leads. I know who knows. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah it was groupy. No. <laughs> Right. I mean, you've, I mean, you've always been the one with the plan. So yeah, do what you do, and when you need me, I can do what I do. And we'll do it together. Just yeah. I think I think we should just let Jamie. I think. I don't know. Just leave him out of the plan. Especially if it's some not-so-nice stuff. He's a good kid, and he doesn't need that on his conscience. Speaking of Jamie, I'm gonna roll something. Okay. Okay, hang on. <laughs> He's got death from the forge anyway. It's not like he can hear a damn thing. He was asleep. You know, 14's not that good. He's, yeah. he's fine. No big deal. <laughs> All right, so he, yeah. Zill will, will yawn and pat Liam on the shoulder. Says, "Don't worry, we'll we'll, we'll get this." And he, yeah. he turns in for the night. And uh, they would stop him for a second. How's um, how's my stitching getting? <sighs> the stitching itself isn't bad. But you need to figure out you need to figure out your tie-offs and also just going in a straight line. It seems like you and he like unfolds the cuff and shows that like Liam was drifting at an angle the whole time. He's like, um, wouldn't hurt to like maybe mark out your path first with something light. Follow that for practice. Got to sew my straight lines. I mean, it's. The method's good. You just gotta execute better. It probably doesn't help that it's late. Yeah, I find so, burning the midnight oil doesn't always work. Speaking of, I, I, I need sleep. Yeah, I was about to agree with you. We'll talk another time. Pat's mm. brother again. And he heads off to his room and Liam can head off to his. Liam will head off to his. All right. And I think that is a good time to call the session. That was very good. Lots of drama. Very interesting. Jacoba <laughs> mm -hmm. had to deal with his relationship problems while having a huge migraine. So. Yep. <laughs> Amy, are we in the two most unfocused D&D groups in history? <laughs> Uh, I think it's safe to say no, yes. No, no. Uh, we're the common denominator. That worries me. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Um, you might be onto something here, Rob. <laughs> I, I, I don't see where the problem is. No, it wasn't Group B. It's way juicier than that, and I cannot, I cannot speak for Jameson. I'm not that manly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His voice. Come on. <laughs> His voice is incredible, and I can't do that. I mean, you could try. That would still be entertaining. I like that one. 
you could get Val on to guest a star as Jameson. Yes. Yes, uh, do it. I forgot about that. That was so good. So good. He's in a rage. Don't you? We'll just. Rage. Uh, we'll just get you some sulfur hexafluoride. That'll drop the that voice do- down. Yeah, that, that would get me. Um, and then we'll we'll start from there. I gotta say, it's really entertaining just being in the in the peanut gallery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you were saying, it's like it's like you and Ian are watching a rom com eating popcorn, going, "Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What's in their past?" They can make it. Is work. she gonna forgive him? No, probably not. No, no, we're fully making that shit up. <laughs> we're not questioning it. <laughs> we're creating our own backstory. For this. Is she gonna forgive him? Will V be her rebound? <laughs> Is that even really a question? I mean, yeah, she I is. I totally believe, Amy, that like the first thing you do when you see two people anywhere is like, I ship them. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> it's not any two people, okay? Well, like, yeah, yeah. But, but when you see two people and they have a meet cute and you're like, mm, I want to ship I him sh- with someone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the power. I mean, we can, already, we can already ship you as Viviana. <gasps> Oh, I was trying that to Susan. ship name Susan. though, and I was trying to think of a ship name. Viviana or Susan? <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> I mean, Susan's a good one. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going with Susan. I love Susan. That's so good. <laughs> I guess show I'm terrible at ship names because I didn't even think I wasn't even close to either of those. That's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please send them to dnrfancast at gmail.com. That's the letters dnrfancast at gmail.com. And also be sure to check out our website, dnrfancast.com.